Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning. Being aware of awareness. You will hear three sounds which will denote the time. One in just a moment. Uh, one in 30 minutes and then the final sound in 60 minutes. This is the sound. So we can notice where attention has been. Outward on objects. On the, on, the, on the what that is happening. And we notice that we can turn that attention around, point it back inward. Look directly at what knows it's happening. And what we can notice most instantly is awareness isn't just present, but awareness itself is self-aware. We can notice we're not doing anything. We are literally noticing the innate quality of awareness as self-aware. That is awareness's natural state and it is our natural state. We cannot improve upon this constant, dependable, wide open, transparent, clear quality of awareness. We don't ever make awareness better. We can never make awareness worse. We can simply notice or not notice. Not noticing awareness does not diminish awareness. Awareness is just off noticing something else. When attention is turned around and lands on awareness itself, it is a natural recognition of the natural state of awareness. That awareness is self-aware.
It's like, what about deep sleep? What about that? First glance, it would seem that there's no awareness there. Deep sleep is not the absence of awareness. It is the awareness of absence. And then the awareness of absence is is aware of an alarm clock is aware of a sound. What what knows an alarm clock when it rings with the ever-present, wide open, dependable, unaffected, natural state of awareness? And we can readily confirm for ourselves in our own direct experience that awareness is self-aware, naturally. We can confirm we didn't do it. <laughs> Many of us are fairly awake. We haven't done anything. We certainly haven't you know, shined up awareness. There is no doing. The the natural observational qualities of awareness we can notice aren't a function of, of, of a doing, of an effort. Observation is effortless. Mind kind of wants to make up that there's a little us in there, getting after it, <laughs> just awareing away, <laughs> as if now we could like, oh God, I've aware it all morning. I'm going to take a break. You no, know, maybe we all just see if we can, and we just take a little break from awareness. If this is, if there's an us, and this is our activity, let's stop it for a moment. Just set it down, just just for a moment. Awareness is not a doing. It's a natural state, effortless. Matter of fact, most of the time, the 
the efforting obstructs the awareness. So if we just sit right now and listen to the sounds. can hear cars in the distance on the highway. Can hear birds. Can hear and feel the breath. So we can notice that the senses just naturally on, aren't they? They're not a doing either. I'm not efforting to hear, to feel the breeze, to smell, taste. I'm not efforting to feel my feet resting. All the senses are just on. And the awareness of that is just on, isn't it? It's just natural. Automatic. And what may also be present is, is, you know, kind of chatter in the mind. You know, everything from what is she talking about to I know exactly what she's talking about to, to, to realizing they just drifted off for a minute. I have no idea what was just said. Thoughts about yesterday, tomorrow, later today. Just random snippets of scenes. Something you read, something you saw in the news, something someone said. What we can notice is that the thoughts may seem like they're always here, but they're actually moving objects. They come and they go, get louder and softer. It's not to say they 
some of them aren't sticky, don't get stuck on repeat. We all have our greatest hits. Songs that just keep cycling. But look right now, look, if, if, if you feel to, look, look right at the next thought. Just slow this right down. Look at the thought. Listen to the thought. So the thought that came to me was, that's the sound of trucks. <laughs> Is that thought moving? Was it not here, not here, and then boom, we're aware of a thought. And then, Boom, where'd that thought go? Matter of fact, let's try this. Let's, okay, let's wait for the next thought. Cause let me tell you, for me, nothing makes the mind quieter for a little while than saying, oh, I'm gonna listen to the next thought. So we can just enjoy that if it's happening. Just silently, quietly, peacefully wait for another thought form to arise. And then when it arises, see if you can hold on to it. Just hold the thought. Don't push it away. Grab it. Okay, so I just had a thought in the form of a, a kind of a picture. Just gonna try to hang on to that thought. Keep that in the mind, whether it's words or a picture, feeling, whatever came, try to hold it.
my experience is I can hold it. Another thought comes, so I forget I'm holding the first one. Then I remember, I go back to the first one, I hold it. And the next thing I know, it's gone again. I don't see the thought leave. I just can tell I'm not holding it anymore. So thoughts are in motion. At any given moment, we may give it attention and it's there. But if we decide to keep attention on it, you know, oftentimes we're just wanting to get rid of it or push it away. And it, it has the appearance of staying. I can't get rid of this. I can't get rid of this. Talk ourselves into the fact that we're then in a mood and, you know, it's just here all day. And, and if, if we turn around and look right at it, Sometimes I say, I hear you, I can hear you. Um, how long can we hold on to a thought? How long do thoughts really stay, even when we want them to? And so the question is, how can we see thoughts if they're always moving? And it's because where we're seeing from never moves. So if we turn around, And the next thought, as soon as you see another thought, turn around and trace it back to what sees the thought. And what's here to investigate is whether that ever comes and goes, ever moves. There's a knowingness an awareness, a beingness that does not come and go. It's the same knowingness we knew our experiences when we were five, 15, 25, 45, 55. We have always looked out from the same place. And can we confirm that for ourselves?
what we're looking from is a vast, open, empty, alive field of awareness. Across that sky of awareness comes the objects and consciousness, the thoughts, the feelings, the perceptions. I can still hear the trucks in the background. I would never um, mistake myself for a truck sound, even though truck sounds are pretty constant somewhere. There's a truck sound and there's the knowing of it. I'm the knowing of the truck sound. Birds are chirping. I don't, I don't get confused about whether I am the bird sound. I am the knowingness in which the bird sounds arise and by which they're known. That's just clear as day. And yet when a thought comes in, There's this identification mechanism that we all experience. It's just part of the human experience until it's not. Something in the mind, and it may not be something we can necessarily hear, but it's like this feeling we get that thought whatever it is. Means something about me. Sometimes that thought is me. We don't do that with other objects that come into awareness. And this is an opportunity to just kind of notice that self-referencing mechanism. Kind of a sub program that runs.
oftentimes it's the quickest little inner self-judgment. Like the voice, seeming like voice in our head will whisper, I don't think you get this. We don't hear that like a bird sound, do we? We don't hear that like a truck passing. I don't think a truck passing means anything about me. I don't think the bird sounds means anything about me. But I hear a little voice in the head that goes, I don't think you get this. All of a sudden, there's a belief that arises. Oh, maybe I'm gonna look stupid. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I need to figure it out. Maybe I need, maybe, and then we're off to the races. So the invitation in this time, in these moments is to see if we can catch that self-referencing mechanism. Because it's, <laughs> for me at least, very hard to catch in the rough and tumble flow of life. It all happens so quickly. So we can circle back to where we started. Where we started was awareness, that which is hearing this, 
the aliveness with which the knowingness presents itself. is not only aware, awareness is present. We check with ourselves. Is awareness here? Of course it is. And is awareness self-aware? Are you doing anything? Is there any efforting at all? Or is one of the innate qualities of awareness that its nature is to be self-aware. Like a prism that's constantly reflecting the light, no matter which way you turn it. There's no doing, there's no effort. Awareness is happening. Awareness aware of itself is happening. Being aware of the presence of awareness is happening. So sounds will arise and fall. Thoughts will come and go. Bodily sensations will rise and fall. Awareness is the constant element of all experience. We can confirm that for ourselves in our direct experience. And we can confirm for ourselves that in being aware, the fact that awareness is present, and allowing awareness to just land on that which does not rise and fall, does not come and go. So observing awareness, land on the awareness of itself. The mind slowly but surely loses its agitation. And the heart is relieved of its yearning. This gentle, relaxed, resting and beingness.
You can notice whether it brings a, a quiet sense of contentment, ease, relaxation. We can notice that in being aware of awareness's presence, that, that state, that field of awareness, it just naturally includes everything. You know, nothing knocks on the door of awareness and asks if it can come in. Awareness by its nature is wide open. Accepts everything. Rejects nothing. We can notice, does awareness prefer the bird sounds over the truck sounds? No, there's no preference here. There's no better or worse and there's no right and wrong. There's just the wide open heart of what is. Everything is rising and falling as it is to rise and fall. You can notice that there's no need to control anything, push anything out or pull anything in. No urge to demand something stays and something else goes. What would, where would those demands emanate from? This natural ease-filled awareness is at the core of our aliveness. It is our aliveness. You know, when, when we woke up this morning and first realized we were awake, we didn't turn awareness on. It's just there. It's what is. So it includes everything and it sticks to nothing, does it? There is no grasping energy in awareness. It's just equanimity.
And we can notice if, if mind drifts off with a thought or an image or a feeling or a story or it's all happening within awareness. Check back and see whether awareness cares. Awareness doesn't cringe and judge or withdraw or pout. There's, just, there's no sulking in awareness. It just allows the fullness of experience to flow. Where it flows, as it flows. We can see awareness is the natural state. It's naturally self-aware. We can't get this wrong. Whatever is happening is happening in awareness, with awareness, through awareness, in awareness. It's We can forget, we can imagine ourselves in a different scenario. And much like the prodigal son, as soon as it's available, as soon as it arises to turn around, confirm our essential nature, confirm awareness is present, open, available, unaffected, welcoming, ease-filled, non-judgmental, contented, and we're back. What if nothing ever happened to us? What if every single thing happened in us?
I'll read a quote from the seven steps. Turning one's purified awareness within on the witness as pure consciousness. One should gradually bring it to stillness and then become aware of the perfection of one's true nature.
turning one's purified awareness within on the witness as pure consciousness, one should gradually bring it to stillness and then become aware of the perfection, one's true nature.
turning one's purified awareness within on the witness as pure consciousness. One should gradually bring it to stillness and then become aware of the perfection of one's true nature. 